What is happening, fellow fantasy team? I'm JJ Wang, the bearded one, DJ Dove, and with our powers combined, we are the Fancy Courier. What is up, JJ Wang? Week one of fantasy is in the books. It was rewarding and painful all at the same time. How was your week, man? I mean, it was good. Uh, like I said, I didn't get to watch too much of the games yesterday. I got to do a lot of refereeing soccer, which is probably uh, – refereeing is a terrible job, by the way. So. <laughs> <laughs> when I am blind and I can't see. Yeah, man, you're just a bad guy all over the place, but – yeah, I mean, it was fun. I got home in time to watch the football games. So, I mean, I'm definitely excited. I mean, it was, I, lo- I love it. Yeah, my, my butt was glued into the sofa. Had a buddy come over. And I realized at about 1230, the Dolphins didn't play till four. So, the first half of the day was all red zone. And the, we threw on the Eagles game. So, we got we got to got, got in some games. And my buddy was excited that he didn't have to watch the Dolphins. He got to watch all the games. And he watched the start of the Dolphins with me. But otherwise, it was a... It, it was it was good to be back. Good to see the fall in football. And now, welcome today. Today's going to be our Tuesday show. We're going to add an extra show just to give a slight recap to the week before and then look at maybe some possible guys you should grab and get you, get you ready for the week because fantasy isn't just a Sunday game. Fantasy isn't just a Thursday or Monday night game. Fantasy is all... 52 weeks, 365 days a year if you're diehard and ready. And most we're mostly dynasty anymore anyway. So if you're not dynasty, you need to find it. Or just keep watching fantasy three, 365 days a year, unless it's le- leap year. Then you can watch it one extra day. Right, yeah, I love that. Get an extra day of fantasy. I mean, you, can't, <laughs> you can't go wrong with an extra day. I love it. Also, check out the Fantasy Couriers on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok now. How about TikTok? Oh wow, we got TikTok now. Facebook, yeah, we got a couple of TikTok followers. Our Instagram followers, we are up to as of I believe the last check, 107 Instagram followers. I've learned reels. It's kind of fun. I put a reel up Sunday and I was pretty much wrong on everything. I'll talk about that in a moment. Um, you can email us at the fantasycurriers at gmail.com. You can also check out the website, the fantasycouriers.wixsite.com backslash website. All of those are on the podcast links, the YouTube links. You can see them all right there. Leave us some comments. We'd love to answer questions on the pod. We have a goal of 50 subscribers to YouTube on September. If you're in our leagues and you haven't subscribed to us, it really is easy. You push the follow button. If you're just a random person, thank you for following us because I think there might be some more random person than some of our close friends. So we, we might have to do what the 49ers have done and say, some of our friends might not have to play this week. <laughs> we might just have to say, hey, you're not professional enough yet to play. So we're going to start out by talking about some of the big news of the week. We got basically three big news. One of them we're going to we're going to talk about a little more later. But I'm going to start off with something I was excited to see. I think we both were because we both uh, watched him a lot in college with Florida State. But welcome back to the NFL, Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston did set an NFL record. He had the fewest yards for a quarterback with five touchdowns, 148 yards and five touchdowns. And the amazing thing is most of those, almost a third of those were on that 55 yard pass to Harris. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's amazing. I mean, he actually looked good out there. I mean, he looked impressive. I mean, it's amazing what a good coach can do for you. I mean, he looked like he literally looked like a completely different person. He wasn't forcing the ball. There was a couple of times I've seen it 
he could have made that bad throw, but he didn't. He knew he just dumped. He just dumped it off. And man, if he can play, I don't know if he can be that efficient every week. Is he still dangerous? No. But I mean, if Peyton, if Peyton can really mint like that, I mean, the Saints might actually be better than I thought. Yeah, I got. Uh, but the I, Packers were really bad. Ooh. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers had 133 yards and two interceptions. What was there was some weird stat line I saw comparing Aaron Rodgers' stat. I forget who the other person was, but his stats were so bad that it was some total putts. Like if you Jameis Winston had more fantasy or yeah, he had more fantasy points on the ground than Aaron Rodgers did total. I just I'm looking here at the box that's score. Like yeah, that's probably the worst I've seen Aaron Rodgers play his whole career. I mean that, that I've never seen that. Like that whole team was bad. I mean the running game was non-existent. <laughs> at, I mean I don't even I didn't even see Aaron Jones carry the ball. Uh, no, he probably no, he had some carries, but didn't he, he had like, five whole carries for nine yards. Yeah, so I mean. <laughs> But like you said, been on my fantasy so, team, way things with uh, Aaron Rodgers playing bad. I mean, that just hurts. I mean, that just hurts everybody. I mean, that I've, if you had any of the Packers, I'm sorry, man. And it, 20, 20 passes for Jameis was just crazy. The they're gonna they're gonna be an old school running team. Kamara had ten. My boy Tony Jones Jr. Let me mention Tony Jones Jr. Correction from last week. I called him Tony <laughs> Evans Jr. and Tony Evans is actually a mega church pastor, so I don't think Tony Evans is going to score you any touchdowns. Right but up. Tony Jones Jr. did have 11 carries or 50 yards, so I think if you are have very deep, I mean, he was getting a lot of work in the beginning. I mean, he was getting more work than um, Kamara running the game in the beginning, and then he got hurt and he disappeared. I don't think he played the rest of the game. He hurt yeah. his wrist or something, I believe. Oh God! Please don't. Please don't let it be the DJ Dub jinx, but we'll see how it pans out. But the Saints, they could be for real. We were talking before we recorded, although I, I think the Packers next week, they're going to come out and just obliterate. They are playing. I saw who they were playing. I was looking forward to the next week. Uh, uh, Detroit, I think. Detroit. So that makes it even worse. They're playing the putrid Lions, and they're going to obliterate that. Um, speaking of the Lions opponents, really all we got to say is Debo. I mean, it looked like he was like he was the only player receiver out there. I mean, he like looked really, really good. I mean, Kittle didn't do all that much. Ayuk, uh, I don't even think Ayuk played. He had <sighs> zero. He had zero points. Um, but yeah, that seventy yard bomb. I think. That, I mean, he looked he looked way better than I. I mean, I I anticipated him looking. So uh, it it is Lions, but That's still. True. Jimmy G, I said he's going to play this year. 300 yards for Jimmy G. Uh, Debo just 12 targets, 189 yards. I and mean, when's that going to happen? The only downfall is Debo almost gave the Lions the win with that fumble at the end. He had a costly fumble at the end that almost blew it. I was like, Debo, how do you blow a great day? I'm going to fumble. Why not? I mean, Kittle yeah, side Lions, 78. Lions came back in and made it interesting. The thing is with the, the Lions, the thing with the Lions who's, the, who's the number one running back there? Uh, it's still swift. We'll be honest here. I mean, as far as running back, uh, like pure running back and goal line back, I think Jamal Williams is going to get a majority of the work. I mean, he he is. But I saw Swift played what sixty percent, and Jamal played forty percent, something to that. Might have been. I think it was more. It might have been 75, 25, something ridiculous. Like Swift played a lot more of the game than I really thought he did, or was going to, to be honest. But Jamal looked pretty studly. 
he he had a better yak. Uh, so yeah, the, the, Swift got to be lucky he got that that long uh, screen touchdown, that long pass. Yeah, you get a I mean, three-yard touchdown, changes the game. Yeah, that's what Swift does. I mean, he's that he has big play potential. Yeah, and and so I, I had a team that had Brady as the quarterback. So I started off really, really good. And then on Sunday, Ayuk was one of my starting receivers. And my number three receiver on my team was just was Russell Gage. Uh, nobody might not have heard of Russell Gage. He's this guy on the Falcons that's supposed to be good this year. He had two targets for zero yards. And he basically played like every member of the Falcons, which was garbage. Garbage. Even your number one overall wide receiver. He, oh. didn't, even look, he didn't even look. Like I said, nobody looked good on that team. That team just did not look good at all. Oh, I mean, Kyle Pitts, the stud of all studs, looked <laughs> like a rookie tight end. Yeah. I mean, he, I mean, he got his star. I mean, he had, I think, I think he had eight targets. So, I mean, that's, I mean, that's good. I mean, if he's getting eight targets a game, I like to say there'll be better days. Yeah, Rid Ridley and Pitts both had eight targets. Yeah. Interestingly, Ridley's just a much better, superior player, and he turned it into fifty-one yards, whole right. fifty-one yards. I looked, it was great on my, it was great on my team. I was very excited. Luckily, the team with Ridley just did really well. But oh my goodness, did they look pathetic? How bad can the Falcons be this year? Um, if I'm just judging on that game, I mean, three wins, four so, wins. I mean, I think they could be battling for that first pick. Even though I think Jacksonville's probably got it locked up, probably. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> they play I mean, the Buccaneers. They play the Buccaneers this week. Who Jacksonville? No, the Falcons. Oh yeah, well, hey, well, they're definitely gonna start off over too. But you never know. <laughs> it's it's football. They can come out and look like a completely different team, and maybe actually even give them a game. But yeah, they. I think they'll be getting maybe that top another top five pick. They're, yeah, pr probably. Yeah. It's it, it'll be interesting to see and. Um, just one, one, one thing that has nothing to do. It's not on the docket. Um, just so everybody knows, the Dolphins did win this week. They are one and zero. All I heard about that game was Mac Jones, Mac Jones. Well, Mac Jones lost. He played about as good as Tua. They both, but he's one year younger. So Mac Jones is the 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 next great thing. I saw someone put out. You know, Mac Jones's first game stats were very similar to Tua's first game stats. So Mac Jones just threw the ball a lot, and his running backs just kept fumbling. But other than the fumble, I mean, he had, Harris had that one fumble, but um, Harris played really well. I mean, he had a hundred, yeah. he had a hundred yards. We couldn't um, stop him. <laughs> like I said, that fumble at the end of the that fumble at the end of the game killed it. I mean, everybody, everybody thinks that they're like Harris is going to get benched. I was like, no, he's not. Stevenson fumbled too. Yeah, so, so I mean, there's I think they're still going to go with go with Harris now since they both fumbled. But I mean, Harris looked Harris looked good. Legit. Legit. So, second part of the day today, we're each going to give three big takeaways from the week. I'm going to let you, you give give us your first disgusting takeaway of the week, there, Mr. Wang. Well, since everybody knows my love for this guy, um, he was you know he was playing his his former team, so he had that re revenge game factor. Um, it's Sam Darnold. I mean, he looked really good. He looked like an actual NFL quarterback out there. Um, it's it's amazing what a a good coach can do for you that you know that with a good offense. Um, but I think he had what two hundred and seventy five yards um, passing, I believe. Uh, yeah, so it was twenty four for fifty three or thirty five for two hundred seventy nine yards and a touchdown. And he did have one rushing touchdown. 
Um, and that pretty much all came in the first half when they were up, up 19 to nothing. So the second half, you know, he didn't play as well, um, but they probably reeled it back in. The Jets started coming back in a little bit, but he's out making big plays. Um, his throws look good. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say he's a top 12 quarterback by any stretch of the means, but he looked like a legitimate starting quarterback out there. And, and that's all you can ask for, especially if you're playing in a, a two quarterback league. I think Sam Darnold will be a, a great option. I think he does have the Saints next week. So that's going to be a tough test. We all seen what they did to Aaron Rodgers, and we can pretty much assume that Sam Darnold is no Aaron Rodgers. But for the first game, I think the Panthers look really good. McCaffrey still McCaffrey. Um, and Darnold looked like a legit quarterback out there. I was impressed. I mean, not, not that I wouldn't look like a legit quarterback against the Jets, but we'll go on from there. Hey, man, f- hey, Jets are still an NFL football team. You got to take it where you can. Are they? <laughs> Most of the time. <laughs> okay. My, my buddy that was with me was a Zach Wilson fan, so he's getting real excited, then down, then excited, then down. And... Oh, he looked awful in the first half. Yeah. He did not look. He was making some. He looked like a rookie. Yeah, he looked yeah, like yeah, a rookie who's playing for a future team. I mean, Trevor. You know what? He was actually looking like Sam Darnold on the Jets. Pretty much what he looked like. He didn't look anything. <laughs> he didn't look any different than Sam Darnold has the last Three years. So you're telling me it, it it wasn't the fault of the coach? The Jets are just the Jets. No. Okay. <laughs> anyway, my my first big takeaway from the week is um, some young stud quarterbacks. I'm going to focus more on one than the other. But Kyler Murray, I heard a lot of people talking like Kyler Murray. He's good, but is he going to be great? Oh my goodness! Kyler Murray buried the Titans. He had five total touchdowns. He just crushed the Titans. They look like a superior team. The Titans look like a JV high school squad compared to the Falcons. I mean, to the Cardinals. And I had to throw it. I told you I was going to throw it in somewhere. D hop, two touchdowns. Just remember that. D hop, D hop, D hop, D hop. I mean, that's fine. I mean, the hope, hope, hope he relies on those two touchdowns every week because other than that, well, he had 83 yards receiving, I believe. So, I mean, don't get, I'm not going to say, I mean, still, he scored two touchdowns. Not everybody's going to score two touchdowns. But, I mean, he's, if he's only for 34. He's only catching six, what, six for 83? I mean, yeah. like I say, Christian Kirk came through a little bit too, so maybe still a little bit of a little bit of shine. But, yeah, he looked great. I mean, he looked like the number one quarterback in the league yesterday. Can't argue that. But my real big young quarterback takeaway was a guy that I was scared of. I had him. I was almost trying to give him away for – well, not give him away, but get some decent value for him. And surprisingly, I got a, a trade offer for him yesterday. Oh, from surprise. One of the, dun, dun, dun. Jalen Hurts. Oh my goodness! Unless the Falcons are pretty putrid, but Jalen Hurts looked like he is going to be Lamar Jackson, who can pass the ball. He was running around. He had seven for sixty-two on the ground. His legs were helping to make plays. Two hundred sixty-four yards and three touchdowns. I mean, Devonta Smith is the real deal. Jalen Hurts made Rager look decent. <laughs> when you make Rager look decent, goodness gracious, you're going to roll. And I, just watch the eye test. It was more the eye test. Like the stats were great. I don't think the stats were any, they weren't Tom Brady stats or Patrick Mahomes stats. But for somebody who I really don't believe the Eagles trust, the Eagles like, the Eagles want to have, just from hearsay and just seeing some of the, the moves and support they give, he is saying, hey, you want me because he's good. He he was honestly a guy I really liked coming out last year. I was disappointed in the landing spot because I thought Carson Wentz was going to do him in, but he didn't. But 
wow, Jalen Hurts. Yeah. yeah, everybody on that, everybody on that um offense. I mean, they were all fantasy relevant yesterday. I mean, the running game was played well. I mean, I think Sanders had like seventy six yards rushing. Um, I think Goddard had had a had a touch touchdown. Um, I believe, but yeah, I think. I mean, that offense looked. I mean, pretty pretty good. That that um, mobile quarterback can really make a difference back there if he can actually throw the ball. Uh, moving on to my second big takeaway. Is this the year that Kelsey has some competition? Kelsey looks Kelsey-like, but Darren Waller, goodness gracious, 19 targets. I could have used one more for eight yards, and we were talking about that earlier. 10 receptions, 105 yards, and a touchdown. He was he was Carr's first, second, third look, and then Carr would look somewhere else until basically the last five minutes of the game. For the other part of the game, he was being doubled. I don't I don't know if the Ravens just said After, we're going to look line up and double you on the line, then you're going to disappear and reappear somewhere. I think he's a magician because I saw so many Ravens around him, and then he ended up open, and he's not that fast. He, Rugs could run circles around him and go f- much farther, but Darren Waller just looked like a man a monster among little bitty boys on that field last night and wow yes from what i got i mean he had a kind of a rough start to the game for i didn't get to watch the game i was already asleep but it seemed like he had a rough start he said he dropped a few balls in the beginning but once he got going he was he was you know he was darren waller but it's good tough to rely on 19 targets a, uh, a game i mean that's a lot i, mean, uh, I, I don't Edward. think he needs them but because I, I, I don't want him to not catch nine balls. I'd rather him get, you know, 10, 10 for eight for 100 yards. You know, it's, the receptions are different, but it's not going to it, – if he throws to him too much, usually you lose that – not really element of surprise. There's no surprise where it's going, but you know yes. where I'm going with that one. So talk about our surprise of the week. It's yeah. shocking. So, my guy, so I was – I actually picked this guy up in a few in, – in the rookie draft in a few leagues. I got him on my – on my on my taxi squad um didn't even think he was going to play um the guy that i thought was going to play just ended up in street clothes i still don't understand that um of course that was trey sermon i actually had to go in last minute and make a few adjustments ended up missing him in a league left him in so it gave me a big goose egg still ended up still ended up winning um ended up beating uh what d's so that made me feel good about myself always with that guy not scoring. But, yeah, my guy's Elijah Mitchell. Um, coming out of Louisiana, the rookie. Uh, he looked looked explosive. I mean, 5'10", 200 pounds. So, he's not that big running back. But I think he's that running back that Kyle Shanahan likes. He had 19 carries, 104 yards, and a touchdown. The only bad part, um, he was not involved in the passing game at all. He got zero targets. Um, so, I, I wish that could... Um, improve a little bit which it may like i said we didn't even know he was going to be playing of course that's because your boy got hurt as always moster that guy just made a glass so he's, uh, out, so he's out eight weeks and even if he does come back i don't even see him really going back to him at this point they've given him so many opportunities and he just gets hurt every time but i think it was all about elijah mitchell he's at, he's asserted himself i think he's he's made a case for him to be the guy in san francisco um, definitely more playing time. We'll probably get to start this coming week and see what he can do. Um, like it's a great offense. It's a, the running game in that offense is going to work no matter who's back there. We've seen it time and time again. 
Um, the only issue is when Trey Sermon does decide to put on football pads, will he be? Will they mix him in? You know, to try to mix it up a little bit. But yeah, like he looked, Mitchell looked great. I mean, if he's out there, go pick him up uh, as fast as you can. Yeah, uh, Raheem Mostert averaged ten yards a carry and then died. <laughs> And that's what he does. That's what he does. Like, it's like, oh yeah, Raheem Mostert. I have a, I have Elijah Mitchell in two of our, our bigger dynasty leagues and he looked beautiful on the bench with all those points. And I was like, crud. Um, he's really, he's gotta be, we're not even going to mention him as one of ours, but he's gotta be the top waiver wire pickup of the week, but buyer beware. It's the 49ers. They're like the Patriots of running backs. Uh, he could, he could go for nothing next week and they go, Hey, we're going to punch a discernment. Well, heck, Hasty could go for a bajillion yards next week. Who knows with Shanahan? He he's gonna Belichick us somehow. I'm I'm gonna st- probably start Mitchell next week. There's a pretty. Well, I'm good definitely going to start him in some leagues because on some leagues I don't have a choice but to start him. Uh, they're but... playing the Super Eagles though, so you got to watch out. <laughs> but he, he he looked amazing. Yeah, he looked. I mean, he looked good. I mean, great burst. I mean, he was making um chunk plays here and there, uh, moving the pile. Then I mean, we're gonna be we're gonna be dependent on him, and in eight weeks they're gonna put Mostert back in just to do it. You know that that's uh, Jeff Wilson had three touchdowns against me in the fantasy Super Bowl last year. So is, is Jeff Wilson coming back this year? Or is he out for the year? He's yeah, he's supposed to come back. I, I forget the window. I'm, off the top of my head, I wanted to say it was like six weeks or something like that. I forget what it was, but so you're gonna throw Jeff Wilson in there. You're gonna have Mitchell in there. You have Mostert. You're gonna have Sermon. Is one and. 49ers use the hot hand. Who's it going to be this week? Are they going to say, hey, Sermon, Ayuk, you learned your lesson. The next week, Sermon's going to run for 190 yards. Ayuk's going to get 72 passes for 5,000 yards. And Debo Samuel will be nothing and Mitchell will be nothing. And and they'll both be starting on two different teams for me. And I'll be in trouble. Yeah, that's how it goes, man. Yeah, but I mean, like I said, you got to take the shot on him at this point. 100 yards and a touchdown in his first game. Yeah, yeah, you got to go after him. You got it. I just there. I heard some stats like you look at last year. The stud of this week was like Naheem Hines, and yeah, the man. second week of last year, he had one catch for yeah. five yards and one yeah, carry. I made a I made a big play for him in the Thank um you. in your fantasy nerds league. <laughs> I, I picked him up, and it didn't help me out the rest of the year. No, but he got paid. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. It tells about these two receivers who are just awesome. Yeah. So I'm not a big fan of these guys. Um, like I said, they, oh, what's wrong they with you, man? Make assistant. Um, like so, one of them's Keenan Allen, and the other one's Adam Thielen. Like I mean, I like Keenan Allen. Uh, he's always a top end wide receiver. But both of these guys, I think they just have the love of their quarterback. When they're in trouble, you know who they're going to. And it's well, we all know Keenan Allen's unstoppable. He's been unstoppable for a while. He just seems like he's always open. I think he had. I think 10 targets, nine catches, 100 yards. I mean, 13 targets. All 13 targets. Yeah. So, so we know Justin Herbert loves the guy. He's got so much faith in him. So, I was impressed with what he did because you know where the ball's going and he still can't be stopped. He's a great route runner. Um, looking back, I wish I would have picked him up somewhere, but I don't think I've had Keenan Allen on my team in like three years, honestly. Oh, really? I just, I don't know why. I just, I used to have so much Keenan Allen. Then I've I've used him as a chip, but I love me some Keenan. Yeah, I mean, I, I might got try to see if I can go out and maybe trade for him somewhere. I might just get a piece of him. The other guys, of course, we all know the guy. I'm not really a fan of is Adam Thielen. I'm not sure his stat line exactly, but he did have those two touchdowns. I guess he just 
Adam Thielen does what Adam Thielen does and just scores touchdowns. I, I guess we could just rely on him now. I think Kirk Cousins really, really likes the guy and he trusts him. Uh, he looked better than Jefferson last night. Jefferson didn't, or or the um, on Sunday, Jefferson didn't look all that great. He had 50 yards receiving some somewhere around in there, but no, of course the Vikings are a, a running team. Their running game didn't even look that great, but. Adam Thielen looked like Adam Thielen did, and being 31 years old, that's really all you can ask for if he's going to score touchdowns like that. Uh, Thielen, I was ecstatic about. I got him in a, one of my big leagues, 10 targets, 9 receptions, 92 yards, and that's 2 crazy. touchdowns. Jefferson oh, yeah. was this far. This far, and I think it was a bogus review anyway. He should have oh, had yeah, I remember, I remember butt, that. That should have been the ground. That ball was over the line. So Jefferson's stat line in my world would be 571 in a touch. So he still looks good. But KJ Osborne, what? <laughs> I mean, for, for a running team, they threw for 350 yards and only ran for 61. Must be that stout Bengals team. So Thielen and Keenan, man, monsters to have. And Absolutely. the Bengals, they're my, they're my last big takeaway from the week. I, I, I said earlier, I said, I, I have this feeling the Bengals, as bad as they looked before, are going to come out guns a-blazing. I'll be daggone. I didn't think it would be Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon's the murder hawk monster this week for us. 127 yards and a touchdown. He looked like it. I mean, that's not on 29 carries. That's not a, a great yards per attempt, but he looked looks good i heard he, he went down at one point and i was like well there's joe oh, Mixon. We he must start senior <laughs> um but no he got he got up he went through it joe burrow nothing super duper but 260 and two touches but looks great the shock of the week for me because he was on my bench on my team that scored not many points jamar freaking chase so much for oh. that drop so much for the drops right yeah dude he must have got glue on his gloves or something five catches 101 and a touchdown in that long 50 50 yard holy cow I, I, I don't even know what to say the Bengals, the Bengals are in first place in the <laughs> afc north let's let's remember that <laughs> yeah i mean they they look that offense look good um rad mixing while you can like i said we everybody Mixon was dropping really? down the draft because of, you know, the whole injury issue that he has. Everybody's kind of scared of it. But, like, evidently, as long as he's healthy, I mean, you can probably – you're going to be able to ride him as a top 12 running back or maybe a top five running back and continue to play like that. Receive, receivers look good. I think Higgins even got in the end zone. Um, so that offense looked really good. I mean, if Chase doesn't drop the ball and he's catching it like that, I mean, that ceiling's – Way, way up here for that guy. I have a team with Higgins and Chase. It was pretty money. And um, just look at the stat line. Captain America had zero touches. Everybody thought he might get some of the passing work. Nip didn't have zero touches. None. I mean, Mixon had the most receiving yards for a running back. So quite interesting on that. So moving on, we have a, a little segment that we'd like to call Surefire Waste of a Touchdown This Week. We're going to just breeze through a couple of guys that were like, wow, thanks for scoring a touchdown because that really helped nobody in the world except for people that have putrid teams like one of J.J. Wang's teams. So the first guy I'll let you throw out, the first guy I was ending of last night. Yeah, so I didn't get to really watch the game, but I was keeping up on the threads and everybody kept mentioning um, Zay Jones got a touchdown. I didn't even know he was still playing in the league. I mean, last time I remember him was, I guess it uh, was Buffalo. I think Buffalo drafted him. So that's the last 
last thing I remember of Zay Jones. I wasn't what a waste yeah. of a touchdown. Touchdown. Yeah. The next guy, Chris Manhurts, 22-yard touchdown from Mr. Oh, your favorite boy in the world, Trevor Lawrence, who had a ugh, start, but he didn't look horrible. He didn't look great. He was there, and it was like, ugh. But Chris Manhurts, 22-yard touchdown. Watch out, everybody. Surefire waste of a touchdown. Yeah, I didn't even know who that guy was. So. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to take these next three. Um, they all scored. Um, one of them was even my dark horse guys, and he actually did help me out. I really, I, I needed he looks pretty points. good. Um, of course, we got Mark Ingram, who I didn't. I mean, he had a lot of carries, but not a lot of. I mean, he had 86 yards. for 85. <laughs> yeah, Philip Lindsay and David Johnson all get in the end zone. But I'm pretty sure you probably didn't start any of those guys because, like you said, if you did, your team is really bad. So pretty much all three of them were surefire wastes of a touchdown. Oh, I lied. Ingram had the 26 carries. Yeah, Ingram had the 26 carries yeah. and 85 yards, yeah. Uh, if, if you want to even waste it even more, why don't we just throw in the Damian Amendola so Amendola scored. So everybody on Houston that scored pretty much wasn't on your team unless you're in dire straits. Like some people might have started David Johnson on name alone or you because you had to like you. Yeah. But generally the other three guys, you're not starting them. Yeah. So the only guy that you wanted that you started and wanted to score, I mean, he had a good, he had a um, good game as far as receiving yards. Three for 18. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah we'll see how it goes. So my last guy was basically because he started over Ayuk because apparently Ayuk needs to learn to be a professional. Trent Sherfield had a five-yard touchdown. I'm sure he was on lots of your teams. If he was on your team, you either are the smartest fantasy mind in the world or the luckiest human being alive. So those were our surefire wastes of a touchdown of the week. We each are going to throw out some pickups of the week. If you're, if they're on your waiver wire, go out and grab them. We mentioned Elijah Mitchell. Um, I'm going to throw out my first guy just real quickly because I have to say his name, and that's Juwan Johnson. Looks like he's <laughs> going to be a TD machine for Jameis Winston. Didn't have a whole lot of yards, but nobody really did on that team because the Packers just said, don't get a lot of yards, just score touchdowns. Keep an eye out for Juwan Johnson. If he's there, grab him. Oh, yeah. Like I said, it looks like he's definitely that um, touchdown touchdown guy when they're inside the five-yard line. He's a big old dude. Uh, looks like he jumped pretty high on that one touchdown. Especially that one, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, if they're in, if they're down inside the five, they're definitely going to look at him. So, I mean, like I said, he only had the three targets. So, I mean, it's, it's going to be hit or miss because Jameis isn't going to be throwing five touchdowns every game. So... He's definitely, definitely somebody to add, though. So we'll jump over here to my guy. This was the guy Hello. that I really liked like, last year coming out of college. Um, didn't really play that well, didn't play that much. But he looks like to be the number one guy for Oakland. Well, number one wide receiver, and that was Brian Edwards. They had five catches for 80 yards, I think, somewhere in there. So if, if, he, if he can get around that um, every game, I mean, that's, I mean, that's going to be solid because I don't think Waller is going to get 19 targets. Every game, so they're going to have to spread them out a little more. Um, the running game wasn't all that effective. So, Brian Edwards looked like to be that number one wide receiver in, um, in Oakland, definitely over Henry Ruggs. I don't think Henry Ruggs is going to be. If, if Brian Edwards plays, gets passed through the entire game, not just the last four minutes of the That's game, <laughs> he could be really good. Like, they were looking at, the, like, Brian Edwards and Ruggs didn't get anything until the last literal four or five minutes of the game. Because the rest of the game was involved just throwing it to Waller every time. Yeah. 
And yeah, and then they stopped throwing the Waller when I needed one more reception. My <laughs> last one is based upon a, a sad injury. Uh, we're trying to it's sad or glad. Jerry Judy was just killing. And then luckily, it's just a high ankle sprain. Unluckily, luckily, oh, like, yeah. I don't know what the word is best for that, but it's high ankle sprain. But once again, we're coming back to the Tim Patrick. Well, Tim Patrick is going to be that sneaky pickup. If he's on your waiver, he's people are starting to recognize that he could be there. So he's, he might be on some teams, but he might have fallen because people are high on Hamler. If Tim Patrick is there, grab him. I think Sutton's, Sutton's going to step up and probably have to fill that role. Well, Fant more than likely, but because Hamler apparently likes to, t- to drop touchdowns in the end zone. Yeah. And But Tim Patrick, if you see him there, grab him up. Yeah. Yep. The Broncos actually looked pretty good. I mean, mm-hmm. they looked decent. I mean, the running um, – uh, Melvin Gordon had that 70-yard touchdown and makes the running oh. – makes it look a little better. But, like, the Teddy Bridgewater actually looked pretty decent out there. And Judy was oh, – I'm so upset. Judy was on pace for a great game. Yeah, that ankle, the high ankle sprain is going to linger all year long. I mean, that's just what they do. But hopefully he comes back, gets enough rest, and – It'd be, I think he's out four to six weeks. So yeah. mid-season, he come back, maybe get back on track. But he looked good. But yeah, Patrick is out there. Go pick him up. Okay, JJ Wang, you got a little bit of sage wisdom for us as we close out of here. Oh, absolutely. So being the first week, I know everybody's excited. You know, these people are coming out of nowhere, scoring all these points, and these people that you thought you were going to rely on scoring, you know, five points. You know, with you know, Zeke Elliott and Aaron, Aaron Jones, um, Aaron Rodgers, you know, not looking great. Just don't overreact. You um, you know these guys are the focal points of their offense. You know they're, they're still going to be good. Don't go out here making random trades because you think one guy, this guy's over, you know, because there was one trade a uh, guy made for Ezekiel Elliott and he traded him for Aaron Jones. Fine. I mean, what, what, good, what good did that do? I mean, Aaron Jones he lost Justin Fields. That's yeah. what good it did. Aaron Jones ended up with five points just like that. But yeah, don't overreact. These there's a track record for these guys. These guys are going to be good. Yeah, I mean, take your chance on those uh, waiver wire guys, the guys that had you know that random game. Yeah, take a chance. But like I said, don't overreact. You've studied this. You you went into the draft knowing what you were going to do. Just. Stay the course, and like I always say, trust yourself and trust the process. I mean, that's why it worked. 